What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Skate Through Life podcast, the show that works the skills and drills you need to master your life one week at a time through personal development, conquering your fears, and of course, falling on your face, then getting back up again. I'm your host, self-mastery coach, amateur roller skater, and outspoken non-binary femme, L. Tommy. Are you ready to roll? Let's lace up and hit the pavement. Are you feeling lucky this week, skater? (laughs) If you aren't right now, just give it until the end of the episode and then do a quick little vibe check because this week, this week, we are going to talk about horseshoes, four-leaf clovers, sevens, and rabbit's feets. If you are ready to live lucky, then consider it on your side because this week, we are going to skate through developing, getting contaged with, contracting and coming down with lucky syndrome. Now, I can't talk about lucky syndrome without talking about TikTok <laughs> and a trend in the manifestation circles there that you may have come across called lucky girl syndrome. Now, as a non-binary person and someone who is aware that their listenership represents a broad spectrum of gender identities, I am going to shorten this up to just be lucky syndrome because inclusivity, baby, is so important. But skater, please, if it feels more sassy to you, lucky girl, lucky guy, lucky they syndrome your life, you are the director, writer, and main character in your own story. So make this your own two. And that leads us right into the topic because what even is lucky syndrome for those of us who are not familiar? Well, as I said, it's a trend on TikTok and it makes manifestation techniques, I think anyway, super relatable, digestible, and accessible. And so I'm really excited about that because I think it's a jumping off point that more people can get on board with when it comes to manifestation and conscious creation, which you know I like to talk about. Lucky syndrome is exactly what it sounds like. You come down with a bad case of the, I can do, have, be, anythings because the world is what my oyster and is what working out in my favor. This is the every light is turning green as you drive up to it. My gas fill up always lands on an even dollar value on the first try. I won that raffle at work. Someone ahead of me paid for my coffee. Lucky life. And you can decide that it is also your lucky life. That easy? Yeah, it could be. I'm excited about lucky syndrome because while I am now someone who works in alignment with their energy and who has a spiritual edge in their daily life, I was not always this way. And I think the lucky syndrome trend would have also been a great entry point for me to start to understand manifestation work. So for all of my skeptics, realists, and practical skaters out there, this episode is really for you. Because I see my past selves in you, and I think this could change up your own worlds, because I know that it did that for me. 
Now, this episode is not going to just teach you what lucky syndrome is and then leave you hanging. No, 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 no. We're going to talk lucky syndrome. Yes, we are. And we're going to talk about ways that you can actively become objectively luckier in your own life. Even if you don't find yourself curious to experiment with manifestation as such, there is going to be something here for everyone, the practical and the woo. It is the intersection where in which I live my life, I thrive there, and I'm excited to bring it to you in this sort of format. So what do you say? Are you feeling lucky, skaters? Let's roll the dice. Lucky syndrome, what is it? How does it work? I know these are the questions you have. Lucky syndrome works with the law of attraction. So it is meant to support you in unlocking the life that you want through an unwavering belief that you will have it and that you can have it. Is it really that easy? Well, that depends, I think. Lucky syndrome gurus on TikTok will share that to embody lucky syndrome, you must do the following things. First, you have to create a plan where you see your goals regularly, such as making a vision board, or I've also seen suggestions of keeping a list on your phone that you can revisit. The second step is to spend at minimum one minute per day looking at your vision board or reading over your dream life list, whatever those like big, gorgeous, dreamy goals you have for where you want to go. The third step is to use affirmations and work to really internalize and believe them. Here are some examples. Everything is always working out in my favor. The universe is conspiring for me. Opportunities are always coming my way, coming my way without any effort. Money flows to me with ease. And of course, I am so lucky. I am the luckiest person I know. So it's about getting into those affirmations and really believing them when you say them. Finally, and this may be, in my opinion, the most important part, is that you practice daily gratitudes for the things that have already come into your life. I think this is one of the most potent aspects of any manifestation work in my own experience with it. It's that when you're actively able to acknowledge the blessings that you've already created in your life, that you're more able to really feel into being blessed, feeling lucky and fortunate. Lucky is a state of mind, but lucky is also a harmonious dance. It is a space where we can exist in awe and wonder of what we have created and also in anticipation of what will come next. To flip the script a little bit on this one, have you ever noticed that when things are bad, they get like really bad, like really, really bad? Are you someone who finds yourself saying often, yeah, when it rains, it pours? I wonder what will happen next. Bad things always come in threes. I have been that person at different parts in my life, just assuming the worst at all times. And you know what? It 
always seemed like the worst happened. There was no moment in my life more clear for me than this, than when I was fired for the first time from a job in 2017. It was my first job as a graphic designer in a marketing agency, and it was from the very first moments, truly terrible. <laughs> I hated it there. My skin crawled when I was at work. I was on a team with one other person who very clearly did not want me to be there, and they made sure that I knew that. It was a blessing when it ended. I found another job, and this time I was working at an agency where, um, where I mean, where I lived anyway. Not very many women and femme people uh, had their claws, so to speak, into the marketing corner of industry. It was way more male dominated, and I think that's pretty consistent everywhere. But I got a job working for the one female run marketing agency at the time, and I was so thrilled to be on the squad. I was so excited to go work not for another man in the industry. But again, after some time, I realized that it was in a horribly abusive workplace. And after a year of being driven almost to the point of insanity there, I was quite unceremoniously fired again. I was 0 for 2 as a designer at that point in time. And it was at this point that I was no longer sure if I was even supposed to be doing this kind of work. I did not feel like I fit into the culture or that I was of any value as a person. I had never been fired from one job before, let alone two back to back. And I'd been working in some way or another since I was like 12 years old. After that job, things were really challenging for me. My confidence was low and I was angry and scared about my future. I took another job pretty quickly, um, and that time it was with a more tech-focused organization, and I was the only non-male person on the staff. I wish I could tell you that it worked out great there until I became the confident coaching baddie that I am today, but that would be a lie, Skater. After three months there, I was fired, and I was told by my boss that I was fired for not being a man. And things were just devastating for me at this point in time. I remember calling my mom from the parking lot, unsure of how I could reconcile that this skill set that I had gone back to school at 26 to nurture was simply a dead end. And I was just some enormous loser who no one wanted to work with. I was absolutely convinced that I was unhirable at that time. I believed it intently. I believed I had no skills, nothing to offer, and that it was just a fluke that I had graduated, let alone with the honors distinction that was on my diploma. And then I went the next 10 months without work. Almost an entire year. There has been no lower point in my confidence ever in my life especially as a working professional, as that time in 2018 into 2019. I called into question everything that I knew about who I was and what kind of person I was on a team. I believed that I did not belong. And as such, I could not find a place. That is the law of when it rains, it pours. That is the law of attraction 
working in the opposite direction of how we try to make it work. Because truly, and hear me when I say this, Skater, what we believe is eventually what we create in our lives. It took me a very long time to see and understand this, and now I can't unsee it. Lucky syndrome highlights this beautifully in the abundant ways. When we believe that only bad things happen to us, we see only bad things happening to us, and then we call in more bad things to our lives. Because the law of attraction states this, like calls to like. The same things find each other. So when we flip that on its head and focus on all of the good things that are happening to us, we start to see more often good things happening to us because that is where our focus is. That is what we're calling in. When we hold that focus and say, I am so lucky, all this good stuff just keeps happening to me. And we begin to believe that because we are looking at the evidence of it every day as we list our gratitudes, our lives do become luckier. That is lucky syndrome. The belief in luck bringing the luck to your doorstep. And truly, it is very powerful when you give yourself over to it. I would love to encourage even the most practical of you listening today to test the waters of being absolutely delusional about your lives, even for just the next week. Commit to really feeling like you are lucky, like good things happen to you, that abundance flows to you. Witness how it manifests in that short window of time and become curious about what it could look like on a larger scale or a longer timeline. I think you may surprise yourself. If you start seeing 777 everywhere, don't say I didn't warn ya. But what about those of us who are not yet able to take that leap out of what is practical and in the reality of what we can see? How do I improve my odds if I'm not down with contracting lucky syndrome, if I'm just not about that manifestation life? Well, I think there are other ways that we can also objectively raise our luck vibrations, and I want to share some of those with you today too. Like I said, it took me some time to really begin to trust that universe had my back all the way and all the time. I couldn't see lucky me for a while, but now that I do live this lucky life, yeah, I want to find a way to give you some of it too. So let's take it for a spin. Practical luck doesn't sound quite as appealing, does it? (laughs) Don't we want to experience some magic in our lives? Oh, I'm not here to judge skater. I get it. But I think in time, we will swing you over to the lucky side of things. For now though, how can you create more luck in your life? Here are some things that you can try for real, for real, that are not rooted in the law of attraction or manifestation or believing that you're a lucky girl or lucky guy or lucky they. These are actionable things that you can start to do right this second to bring more luck into your life. And who doesn't want that kind of practical magic? The first thing you can try, 
Keep your eyes open and be ready to act. Lucky people, people who would say that they are lucky. Okay, that's what I'm going to refer to here as somebody who is a lucky person. They're the ones who keep their eyes open to opportunities and also are willing to jump on them when it seems right. Do you get invited to do things that you've never tried before, to connect with someone you haven't met before, to join a new group or a club, to invest? How often are you saying, yes, count me in, versus saying, sounds cool, but no thanks, maybe another time? You know how they say you can't win if you don't play? This is the exact same idea. If you don't keep your eyes open to new opportunities and say yes to the ones that feel aligned, then you can't create newness in your life very easily. And you may miss out on some incredible opportunities to be part of profound and exciting things. Listen a little more attentively and say yes more. And I guarantee the tables will turn for you slowly but surely into what you're bringing in to your life for the better. I get asked a lot how I manage to do so many things, to be involved in so many things, to create opportunities, because it seems like they just come to me. And very honestly, it is because I am now, and I was not always this way, someone who is open to connections, someone who is open to opportunities. And I say yes to stuff and I say yes to people. I say yes to conversation a lot. And that brings just such amazing things into my life. So please keep your eyes open. Say yes more. Step one, first and foremost. (laughs) The next thing you could try here is to listen to your gut more. And this kind of feeds off of that first point of keeping the eyes open and saying yes. If you don't want to call it what it really is, your intuition, (laughs) then begin to work on trusting your gut. How does an opportunity make you feel? How about the person who is bringing it to you? How do they make you feel? If it feels right in your gut, trust that that is for a reason. And if it feels wrong, trust that too. People who would qualify themselves as being lucky say that they listen to their gut and their gut leads them in the right direction more often than not. It is your second brain, baby. The third thing we can do is to expect that things will work out in our favor. I know this one is leaning into all of that manifestation stuff we talked about earlier, but if you've kept your eyes open for that new opportunity, said yes because your gut said it was gonna be good, your next step is to expect that the best is going to come from it. You don't need to live in delusion, just let some optimism rub off on you. Believe the best and have high expectations that things will work out and chances are they will. The fourth thing that you can do to bring more luck into your life is to embrace failing. You won't be lucky all the time and neither will I, but people who qualify themselves as being lucky are generally all sharing this same trait, that they have a good relationship with failure. This means not letting failure define you and being able to bounce back and try something new. Look for that next opportunity for a W. Resilience, baby, that is going to bring you more luck. The fifth thing that you can try is to skip the gratitude journal, if that's not your vibe, and make a luck list. 
you're not all that interested in writing out your gratitudes daily skater, then try to create a luck list instead. Write down lucky moments and events that happen and just keep a log of them somewhere that you can see so that you can go back and look and see how often luck has come into your life. Even if you can't think of anything on the spot when someone says, you know, when's the last time something good happened? Track it. Much like with gratitude journaling, having a luck list will ensure that you're giving that much more focus to the lucky moments in your days in life. And then, you know, the law of attraction will maybe bring some more of those, right? The sixth idea I want to place in your head is to maximize your squad. Maybe sometimes you want to borrow some luck instead. There's nothing wrong with that. Lean into your squad more. Who do you know that is working on interesting things? Who have new projects on the go? Who are part of interesting and dynamic groups? Let the people network you to their people and be amazed about what can come out of it. Some of the best opportunities in my life have come about from someone introducing me to another person with a mutual interest. People are really powerful. And this one for me has always felt like the hardest thing to lean into, but it should be the easiest. My dad was a serial networker. He always had someone to introduce you to or an opportunity that he'd heard about through the grapevine, and he wanted you to follow up on it. And for a lot of my life, I was really painfully shy and flippant about a lot of these offerings that he gave me. But it is a gift when someone introduces you or presents you a shot at something. I think that is a lesson my dad was trying to teach me and I just wasn't grasping. There are always opportunities for those who are listening for them. And if someone presents you with one, take it, take the in, say yes more. The seventh bit of practical luck advice is to be the people magnet. There is something to be said about people who carry themselves with positive energy, isn't there? They're more magnetic. They're more popular. People want to see them succeed. Truly, I don't believe nice folks finish last at all because they are the ones that we want to see elevated. How can you be more open? How can you become more approachable to others? How can you be someone that other people want to talk to and connect with? By showing up at any event, date, workspace, whatever, as someone who is open, approachable, and who has a good attitude, you will find that others will want to connect. They'll want to bring things to you and they will want to see you succeed. It is a built-in luck to show up with a smile and a kind word. Trust and believe it. The eighth item and the last one on my list is to shoot higher skaters. Have you ever heard the expression, shoot for the moon and you'll land among the stars? This is the same idea. Set goals with a certain degree of that delusion that you will hit them. If you set your sights on a lofty goal, one that is super optimistic to hit, then you're gonna be way better set up to reach it, or at least to be reaching for it in a way that lands you somewhere close by. And that close by, that might feel like the luckiest destination that you've ever landed on in your life. Mm. 
Yes. Overall skater, when it comes to trying to make your own luck, whether with working to come down with a sick case of the luck syndromes or taking a more practical approach such as the ideas that I just shared with you, there is one thing that a lot of luck-based research, yes, I know, it really does exist, (laughs) says that all lucky identifying people have in common. And that is this. They are able to look for the silver lining in things. I hesitate on this because I do not want to sound like I'm shifting you towards toxic positivity. That's not my bag. Bad things really do happen in our lives that are going to have varying degrees of bounce back time and varying degrees of emotional response. But if you can become someone who is more adept at finding those little things to be thankful for, even when all the shit is hitting the fan, of being able to reframe failures into learning opportunities, things in your life will feel more lucky. There are a lot of things we have to be thankful for that are easy to overlook. I try my best to now always find gratitude for little things and create little gratitude reframes in my own days whenever I can. And truly, I've never been happier or felt luckier in my entire life. Things genuinely keep getting better for me, and I know it is because I, too, have lucky syndrome. My guides are on my side looking out for me. Everything in the universe is falling into place for me. My life is better every single day. I believe that with every fiber of my being, and I see it happening in real time, day in and day out, 365. I want to see that for you too. All right. What do you say, skater? Are you feeling any luckier? Any more open-minded about becoming luckier? (laughs) I sure hope so because you know what's coming up. It is time for your skills drill this week. I offered you a lot of ideas in this episode of how you can consciously create more luck in your life starting right the heck now. And I will encourage you to play around with any or all of them. Before your skills drill today, I want to take you back to the top of the episode. Vision. What does your lucky life look like? What does it feel like? What do you look like when you are living your lucky life? Get yourself some magazines or use an app like Canva, Procreate, or my new obsession, (laughs) not sponsored, but like would love for them to sponsor me, Landing Space, and create a vision board for yourself this week. And like just to plug Landing Space as um, a site, an option, it is an interesting form of social light sort of um, media where in which you can make um, vision boards and collages and anything that you add to them from the internet, uh, you write, you know, you claim the source for them and then they go into a community library so that other people can find them. They can take your vision boards and like remix them on their own time, make their own versions of them. It's been really fun and it's a great way to create uh, an easy mood board that you can say, 
make your desktop wallpaper with on your phone or your computer. And I'm really enjoying playing with it. It is such a low pressure, creative pursuit to make a digital collage. So get into it. But like Canva and Procreate also great tools for doing very similar things. Canva also has a lot of its own uh, fun features and stuff that you can add in. Anyway, that's a little detour <laughs> because I've been using it so much. But look for images that inspire you. Look for words or phrases that embolden you. Look for examples of lifestyles that would make you feel lucky and create your vision. Play with it. Maybe consider making a few different boards for different parts of your life. Then make it, like I said, your desktop background at work, your phone background or your tablet lock screen. Print it out, put it on your wall. Just make sure it is somewhere that you can see it. Let it become part of your life. And finally, in your skills drills today, skater, get that lucky list going. Or get into some regular gratitude journaling. The point here is to notice the good things that are coming into your life and that you already have and acknowledge them openly. Let your focus be with them for a little while and see how it makes the rest of your focus move too. I know you're going to be amazed because I was amazed when I made the shift in my own life. And that's it. That's a wrap on lucky syndrome and how to raise your luck vibrations for me for this week. I hope that you got a lot out of it. I had fun making this episode. Manifestation is, in my eyes, this beautiful, practical magic. And I think the concept of luck makes it more accessible. I hope that you're going to agree with that. Let me know how your luck shakes up after you start to lean into it more. I really can't wait to hear about it. Always know that you can reach out to me and connect on Instagram at yourcoachl or find me at ellentommy.com. I'm sending you big love and the luckiest, luckiest vibes. I'm thankful for you, skater. I love you. Love yourself too. I'll catch you back here next week. Thank you so much for skating with us today, friend. I hope you took away the tips you need to keep rolling on your own self-mastery journey. Be sure to find me over on Instagram at yourcoachl for even more insight and feel free to reach out to me there with any skills or drills you would like to see covered here on the show. You can also visit me at ellentommy.com to learn more about working with me one-on-one. -on -one. Now go enjoy some rest, marinate on our lessons today, and I'll see you back here next week. Love ya. Love yourself too.